What's going on, good people? Rich here. It's your girl, Ray P, on the mic. What's going on, everybody? Hey, you know, we're back at it again with another episode of We Got Y'all. The television feed for the Culture Garden Podcast. We appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to us as we discuss Showtime's Your Honor. We are going to dive into part 19 today. A lot to discuss, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get started, over at the Culture Garden, we this past week, we released the Temptations episode. And I was just thinking, Ray, it's a miniseries. You know, yep. me, you, and school did it. It is a television miniseries. So I think on Monday, we go ahead and just drop it on this feed as well. Okay. Uh, for those who don't subscribe to the Culture Garden and subscribe to We Got Y'all, you know, that's where we cover most of the movies. So be like a sneak preview for y'all to see what we do and what we talk about. Um, like I said, school's on there with us mm-hmm. um, as we break down that film. So might be something for y'all to, you know, go over and check out on the Culture Garden feed. Make y'all subscribe over there. But we will drop it on this feed, too. Um Subscribe, comment, listen, keep doing what y'all doing, man. We really appreciate the support and the love. Um, if you can follow us on Instagram, the, at the Culture Garden Podcast, and we have a link tree in there so you have access to all of our feeds for the YouTube and the Culture Garden feed, like I mentioned. But I'm ready to get into it, you know. Yeah. Before we start talking, as always, there will be spoilers. If you haven't watched the episode, please do. Um, we're releasing this a little bit earlier. I know these normally come out on Mondays but uh, or Tuesdays, actually, but we wanted to get to it. And there will be explicit content as well. Um, this episode was directed by Rosemary Rodriguez, written by Marcus Dalzin, Peter Moffat, and Joey Hartstone. Synopsis of the episode. Prompted by Olivia, Michael goes to see Jimmy Baxter, who makes, a un- who makes him an unexpected offer. Shifting loyalties and Big Mo's crew force her hand. Lee urges Michael for help. It's really the people, the state of Louisiana versus Eugene Jones. Yeah. Um, that set a lot of the tone for the episode. Rachel, mm-hmm. I um, I texted you last night. You did. And I was just said, Your Honor, with some exclamation points. I wasn't even finished with the episode. I was just kind of halfway through. I had to take a pause. Was, was that warranted? <laughs> what did you think about the episode? It was definitely warranted. I felt like this episode flew. Um, We spoke last week and the week before about how it had kind of slowed down the pace after episode 16. But uh, yeah, 19 picked it right on up, didn't it? (laughs) Yes, it did. Yes, it did. The exact part where I texted you was right after uh, Jimmy, excuse me, Gina Baxter got off the stand. Okay. That's when I was just like, whoa. All right, man. Let's let's breathe a little bit. Yeah, man. It was... um, it picked right back up, like mm-hmm. you said. I mean, we are getting to, we anticipated this. We're getting to the final two episodes. Um, but man, they ain't holding no punches. Like, not at this all. This thing is coming to a head, and the truth is coming out fast and furious. Yeah. Um, I know we like to talk about, you know, characters and what they have going on. This is a conversational, um, you know, format. So we have to, just, I guess, start with the trial. Let's go. I feel like that's the only place to start. So we have the state of Louisiana versus Eugene Jones. Everyone was at the trial except for Michael and Jimmy. Kind of goes back to what we talked about last week. Like all of these bad things are happening to these children and these minors. The two heads of the families aren't there. Um, kind of digging right into that sins of the father type of yeah. um, format or that symbolism, should I say. But um, can we just start by saying... I know we were questioning 
Lee's uh, lawyer skills, but she was cooking this episode. She was putting up Steph numbers. She smoked it. <laughs> she smoked it. her opening, and she was smoking Gina's ass. I mm-hmm. dare I say I'm eating crow again, um, but yeah, no. Lee smoked it. I do still have some reservations uh, about her and her skills as we saw her approach uh, Michael later in the episode. However, she definitely came out swinging and came out strong, so I'm not mad. Not mad at all. I, while I want to give her full props, like, I mean, she's the MVP of this episode for me. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, the prosecution is not the strongest. No. Like, their and case I, is not strong I, at all. I felt like Homeboy was going to come much harder. Yeah, so did I. I thought he had a better game plan because he had to have known what she was. I always imagine they would think of it like, what would I do? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If I was on the other side, what would I be doing? And I kind of prepare for that. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't prepared at all. Not at all. Calling up calling up witnesses in the middle. You know, that's like a big deal. Obviously, as we see in the episode when he mentions Michael. But I don't understand why he wasn't more prepared. And Lee took full advantage of it. Now, when the counterpunch comes, I want to see how she reacts. But I do think Lee's on top of it. I think that she has, she is emotionally invested into this case. Um, mm-hmm. Not only with Eugene, but with Kofi as well. Yeah. Like She knows more than what everybody else in that courtroom knows about what happened to Kofi. Mm-hmm. Um, and how he was set up. And how he wasn't really the one that did this. And um, you can see right in the opening when Eugene comes into like the chambers. And she looks at him and puts those hands on the shoulders. I'm like, look, like. When we get in that courtroom, chin up, chin shoulders up. back. Yeah, like, we about to go out here and get this done. Like all we care about is your freedom right now, no matter what. So, I think that extra love and care that she has, mm-hmm. um, while it might not be the healthiest to be that invested into a client, um, it really feels like she is representing a family member. Like she is putting it all on the line to make sure Eugene comes home. Yeah. Um, so shout out to her, man. Carmi Yogo, man. I just got to give her props. Like the actress or actor, should I say, who plays her? She is incredible. Um, this episode, her opening statements were brilliant. Immediately raised reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. Like, so you mean to tell me this dude? He was dead four months ago, but now he's alive, and now he's you know they solved the case, but now they had to say they didn't solve it, but now they're solving it again. Like, if I'm a juror, what are we talking about? Right. Right. You know. And we can't call Rudy to the stand. Right. The cop that immediately, you know, that solved his murder initially killed himself after trying to kill Eugene. Like, come on. Lee has a strong case. All she you need is reason for doubt. And I was trying to watch the jurors' expressions, but they didn't give us too much. They didn't let us know what the jury was thinking, you know. So I'm like, okay. Okay, I'll be patient. I'll be patient for it. Yeah, yeah. And she put it all like, you know, she she was... The one thing about Lee this episode, um, especially while addressing the jury, is she was brutally honest. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody felt that. Like, she yeah. didn't absolve herself from that as well. Like, this system is corrupt. Like, in, yeah. in a city like New Orleans, um, if you know the history of that city and the things they've even been through just since Katrina... Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the lies they've been told as a city uh, mm-hmm. from people who they aren't expecting to lie to about certain things, you know, it's it doesn't take much to say, hey man, these niggas might be fronting, right? <laughs> like right. maybe Eugene right. didn't do this, 
Um, and she played it perfectly. She played it masterfully. Um, don't trust anyone. Don't trust anyone. But here is my question and here is the the issue. Eugene did, in fact, kill Adam Desiato. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. <laughs> we know this. And I guess my question is, if Eugene didn't do it, who did? Uh, you know, they're still looking for the second gunman on the grass, you know. Is it? Okay. Uh, it I mean, it's... Uh, it's, it's not funny. This isn't funny because this is a real life and this is a real person. But just the audacity. Um, it, it all that reminds me of OJ mm -hmm. when after he was acquitted, uh, putting out his statement, his initial statement, like he will not rest until he they find the person who or people who did this to Nicole. Like one of those type situations. Like, bro, come on. So I think it's one of those things you just kind of let it go in the wind. It's gonna be a cold case. They gonna they know who did it. Okay, but so I guess I don't. I understand that Lee is trying to get Kofi, I mean, uh, Eugene off. Yeah. And I don't think he should serve life in jail. I don't want him to serve any time. Yeah. But the reality is, you did, in fact, kill this little boy. The same way Carlo killed Kofi and got off. Like, it, it's the, the whole thing of, I think about this is the system. Like, the system. Right. But Carlo was able to get off under the help with of Michael. Right. He had that going for him, in which I think that comes to a head next week. But there has to be some sort of something. There has to be some sort of recourse because the, the option can't be, okay, this is just in the wind. I'm, that's too ideal. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, But I think that... No, you're absolutely right. I get what you're saying. I think that in this case, they have to look at it as... We're not worried about who did it. We're worried about if he did it. Okay. You know what I mean? I think that's the end of the Like, I don't think a jury can make their decision based off, well, if it wasn't him, then who? Like, it's just based off, this is the information that's given to us. This is what's yeah. laid out. We have to make a decision based off of that. And like I said, the defense always has the, um, I don't want to say more simple task, but they have to just raise reasonable doubt. Yeah. And I think they are starting that process. Now, Michael getting on the stand um which they haven't announced it but he's gonna get on that stand next week him getting on that stand all the truth is coming out and there's gonna be a lot of people in that courtroom who like that's not gonna recover from that michael saw eugene mm -hmm. and that's why lee asked him to lie later in the episode i don't think michael lies here Mm -mm. I think Michael really is done that lying yes motherfucker you did kill my son I don't want to be involved. If I could avoid it, I would. But if you call me to the stand, I can't do it. I really am over the lies. It is. It is. It's one of the. It's just one of those situations where I can't tell on you because I'm going to tell on me. Michael going on stage. Well, on stage. Um will also implicate Lee. I picked you for this. I hand picked you to be this young boy's lawyer because I really didn't want him to get the book thrown at him. And I knew that you were sympathetic to me because of whatever this inappropriate relationship we once had is. Uh, 
I know that you are beholden to me in a way that another defense attorney or prosecutor would not be. I brought you into this. You're here because of me. And now I'm about to have you fucked up, Loki. And I think that it goes all against. Here's what I think. I think that you are absolutely right. Everybody's implicated. I think the yeah. truth, I think, I think this final episode, the truth just comes out. And it doesn't matter who gets protected or not. Like if that means Lee goes down, that means Lee goes down. If that means Charlie goes down, that means Charlie goes down. Jimmy, whoever. I think it's gonna be a mistrial because it's gonna be so much nonsense going on on that yeah. stand that they can't properly prosecute him. But more more so, I think the real trial is the relationships. You know what I mean? There's a lot of truth that a lot of people don't know. Like, Elizabeth doesn't know about Adam killing um, Rocco, right? I don't think that's she just something like That's something like just, I think, Charlie, Jimmy, um, Charlie, Jimmy, Michael know. Maybe yeah. a couple other people, Gina, whatever the case is. I don't know, man. It's a lot. It's a lot, but it, it's. Oh, man, I'm anxious. I really am anxious for next week because I, I, I believe Michael gets on that stand, but I don't want him to. Right. I think he's going to get subpoenaed, and he's going to have to. Um, the biggest thing for me is, is I just don't trust the system. Like it's just. That it, it seems. Yeah, it seems. I think you kind of made the point earlier. It almost seems too set up for Eugene to get off, and that just seems too easy. That part. You know what I mean? For the show, you mentioned earlier in this episode how you feel like you had to eat crow again. And I've ate plenty of crow while we <laughs> talked about this, while we talked about this series. Like, yeah. you can't expect, you, you can't, ex whatever you think is going to happen never happens for the most part. Right, right. Um, so I have no idea how this is going to play out, but I'm really looking forward to next week as far as the trial and how all that ends. I'm eager. I'm eager for next week. And the and the continuation of the trial for the defense or the prosecutor to call Michael, we see that Gina was not the witness that we thought she was gonna be. For all of that big shit that Gina talks, you know, and she's the most prepared and she really is the heir to the throne of the business, you know, it really should be her. She the one, she's rock solid, she's ironclad. It's chinks in your armor, baby. No, you're yep. not. No, you're you gotta, not. You got to. Um, you have to be prepared. You can't ever block yourself. You'll put yourself in a box. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's one thing I feel like she would know, or she would have been advised of. Like, don't put yourself in a box. Like, that's why I, I, I watch a lot of um, interrogation videos. Like I said, mm -hmm. I've said it before. Psychology is fascinating to me, and the way they break down interrogations and the setups that cops do. It's like a. It's no different than like a sport. You know, it's a strategy to all of it. And the first thing Lee asked her is, you know, did you yell? Did you do anything when you saw this gunman? Like she said, no. And then she went away from it and it came right back to it. Like, yo, you said that you do anything for your kids. And you also said you didn't do anything when you saw that gun pointed. Like mm -hmm. something ain't making sense because I really believe you. Like you went all the way to the warden to get this request. Mm -hmm. But you mm -hmm. wouldn't yell. You wouldn't move. You wouldn't you know, shove your son out the way if you saw this gun. You didn't see your son. Like, yeah. she's setting it up brilliantly. I don't know. Gina is, um, we mentioned it. She's she's emotional. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't think long-term. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, because the reality is, it's if she was as calculated as she purports to be, she wouldn't have got on the stand. Right. 
because reality is and Lee very clearly pointed it out you didn't see shit right so we cannot use you all you can the only person who saw Eugene was Michael mm -hmm. Ugh. it's Gina. a lot it's Gina a lot and everybody knows even her absolutely because she always likes to poke her chest out Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. Gina's not the one. Gina doesn't get satisfaction in committing the dirt. She gets out of sat. She gets satisfaction out of knowing that you know that she mm -hmm. committed the dirt. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like she wants. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to do anything hidden. Where Jimmy's more low key, more calculated. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, that part of her that wants to be responsible for putting Eugene Jones away. Uh, for putting this threat away, um, mm -hmm. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll lie, don't matter. Lies on the stands, nothing to me. That also got her caught up. So, she's gonna be the downfall because it, it it goes. And I'm really curious about this. And I don't I don't know how it's gonna play out. But we saw Gina earlier talking to her dad, saying that Jimmy's not gonna be at court. I told him not to come. Mm -hmm. Um. He's the head of this family, is what Carmine said. Well, yeah. he shouldn't be. I wonder if that's Gina thinking, like, this is me taking over this family. I'm running things now. 100%. 100%. Um, mm. And we see where that got us. Yeah, it's not going to go well. And I think I think Carmine knows that as well. Yeah, that's why he's she's not in charge. That's why he didn't leave the business to her, despite what you may have inherited there is a level, and I think we spoke about it last week. There is a level of distance between um, the head and essentially men and women in this whole mob boss life family situation. No matter how close you are, unless you truly, truly, truly are the queen pin, however this came about, you don't know what the fuck is going on. You don't know everything so, yeah, Carmine might be your father, but there are things, business included, <laughs> or especially that he shared with Jimmy that he just did not share with you. Mm -hmm. And here we see that. And we need, you needed Jimmy. I think him not being there, although we see he and Michael having their own meeting and one, two after the fact. But I think him not being there is a misstep. Not necessarily not getting on the stand, but just him not being there to show this united front of a family because we already see it's disjointed because Fia not sitting with y'all. Mm -hmm. Fia's with the Desiados. Right. Yeah. Optics. Optics are very important and juries pay attention to that as well. It's not just what you say. It's we're looking at every single thing else in mm -hmm. the room how everything is related to the trial so yeah great yeah. points no i don't know gina you fucking up girl yeah great points great points i mean she's not uh she's not meant to lead in my opinion so mm -hmm. what do you want to take in next i think we should probably get into the baxters since we've been rolling into them already i think you know obviously parts of michael's um, activities this episode ties in with jimmy so mm -hmm. <sighs> Did you think it was odd that Jimmy offered Michael the number two spot? Um, yes and no. Okay. Here's the reality. Um, 
Michael needs a number two. Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy needs a number two. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, like he said to Michael, we are intertwined whether we want to be or not. And while you may not be a lawyer, you may not be able to give me legal counsel. They have taken that right. They have not stripped your mind. And mm -hmm. all season long, we've been saying that Michael is regaining his wits about him. So if we see that, Jimmy clearly sees it as well. Michael is not stupid. Michael knows things. And I think that while Jimmy believed in that basement that the state didn't want to have Michael's blood on his hands after multiple essentially attempted suicides. Jimmy knows there's more to it than that. Mm -hmm. As far as his early release, I genuinely believed that then. And I definitely believed it after uh, this episode. Mm. So keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer mm -hmm. at the end I'm of the day. And you're my enemy in this light, but also I need to put you close to me because I think that this might be the only way I get fear back at this point. Mm -hmm. is if I make nice with you, if I bring you into the fold, we are family. We share a grandchild. We share blood. You have access that I just simply don't for whatever reason. And Michael's saying, you know, I'm not trying to take your place. I'm not trying to steal your position. But it is what it is. And on some level, you may not be trying, but you are. You've infiltrated the life of my daughter, the life of my grandson, who bears my favorite son's name, you know? <laughs> let, me, let me pull you in closer. So, no, I'm not surprised in that aspect. Okay. So that's that's the reason I wasn't surprised. Um, mm -hmm. You, I, I say often, I, sometimes it feels like you take my notes or you read them. <laughs> Um, that's pretty much my answer as well. You made the great point of family is important to Jimmy. Mm -hmm. We've known that we've seen that, mm -hmm. um, throughout both seasons. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking about where Jimmy was in his headspace at this particular moment, right? Mm -hmm. Last episode, we just saw Gina tell him to his face in a cold fashion. I will never love you again. Like yep. ever. Yep. Like, it's a wrap for that. Um, and he had no desire to, in that marriage, in that relationship. He believes in family. He believes in marriage. His favorite child, Fia, mm -hmm. is not rocking with him, which mm -hmm. means also he has limited access to baby Rocco. You know, he told baby, he told Michael later in the episode that baby Rocco gave him hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it was like an inspiration. He kind of explained, and I'm so glad they did this. I'm so glad they put the, um, um, the confusion to rest with whether or not Fia knows about yeah, Adam. Yeah, yeah. I know? was going to give you up on that because you caught that. I was unsure. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't see it. And I love the reasoning. It goes once again to show how much he cares about his family, how much he cares about his daughter. Like, yo, she just, as as much as this would put the Desiato stuff to rest, like, and have her not feeling a certain way towards this family. Like, I don't want to do that to my daughter. I don't want to hurt her. She's been through enough. She's also pregnant. We found out about that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I really believed him. So I say all that to say, of course, he's going to bring Michael in because that is a way, like you just said, to get closer to baby Rocco and to get closer to Fia. Mm -hmm. um, 
it makes sense to do the blended family thing, whether we like it or not. You said that perfectly, Rachel. Whether we like it or not, we are family. Yep. And I think in the in the, in the later scene, he even said, like, we might as well make this work for us mm-hmm. instead of trying to fight it. Yep. Um, I'm paraphrasing, but that, that was pretty much the message. Um, That would be a crazy combination. I know Mike would never do it. But I want to ask you a question. Yeah. You mentioned Michael coming in and telling Jimmy that I'm not trying to take your place, mm-hmm. which I believe he's not. But do you think that whole setup from the time he walks into Jimmy's office until the end of the day, he's setting up his play for Olivia, correct? Yeah. How much of that? How much of that do you think was sincere? Do you think the Do you think the sincerity flipped once he was offered that number two spot because he wasn't expecting that? Um, I don't think his sincerity. I see why you're saying it flipped, but I, I don't think it really did. Um, I guess I will say this. We do not know what Michael's plan was to begin with. And right. they allude to that in the episode because Bestie, Olivia, is texting him, kind of trying to like, figure out what is your plan. I think that, yes, he is. I think he's trying to figure out how to do it himself, too. So I don't think there is a plan. Yes, I am going to do this shit for Olivia however I can. But also, I do have to make something work with you at the end of the day for that to be successful and for the betterment of Fia and baby Rocco. I have to figure out a way to navigate you regardless in order to be successful at whatever it is that Olivia is trying to get me to do. So... Michael be bullshitting, but overall, he essentially is sincere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Whether yeah. the motive be revealed or not, like, I really do need to get to know you. I do want to get to know you. I do want to make amends with you. Like, we have to figure this shit out. Yeah. And I might implicate you in a Rico charge later, but I really do want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it really, I love seeing them go back and forth all episode mm-hmm. because I felt like I was watching the battle of the minds because I don't know. You said this earlier in the episode, Jimmy has to know something else is going on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I wonder if he does know and he's countering whatever Michael's doing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I know it came as a surprise to him when Fia to- when Fia told him some information, or we were perceived to believe it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm, I got to stand on it. I've been saying it all season. Like Jimmy plays chess. Yeah, he plays chess. No, regardless of his missteps and how he let Carmine treat him and whatever the case may be, he is still a smart individual. Um, I, I, I can't wait to see how that plays out if they've been playing each other I, I don't know what's going to happen between that relationship but it's been beautiful to watch I think he was very surprised by Fia's news mm-hmm. but yeah, also yeah. I know my child and I knew maybe he knew that her being in that house she would garner some sort of information she would find something that would be beneficial to him now, Ophia does not know that Olivia is in cahoots with Michael. Mm-hmm. As far as she knows, this random DEA 
uh person is a u a u s a yeah it's following Shout out her. To <laughs> <laughs> this lady is following her in an attempt to get her to flip on her father Thea don't know about the Calabri situation she knows none of that so it would have to truly be some real shit and that's why Michael or Jimmy canceled that deal I, I don't think it's calculated yes he plays chess but this is some shit he saw he did not see this coming yeah yeah, I, I can't say that you're wrong. I can't say that you're wrong at all. I believe that Jimmy's gonna he canceling this deal and he's gonna kind of you know survey the landscape, mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. who's making what moves now that I make now that I cancel. What's happening? Yeah, you know what yeah. kind of offer am I getting approached with? What kind of you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very interesting. Very very interesting. I um man. Um, let's talk about Michael said a line. What if the true test of family isn't loyalty but sacrifice? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever thought about that, but why didn't he just take the fall? I don't know if I have an answer. I don't need the real. I didn't do this shit. <laughs> 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 that's fair that's fair well, <laughs> do it it's um, one thing to say that you'll die for someone mm-hmm. it's another thing to be in a situation where you can die for someone like literally this is the moment where my life can end in honor to save yours <sighs> that's rough but 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 did michael not take the fall Michael did not reveal that he was not the driver. Jimmy utilized Michael's fear and the fact that he knew who he was to his advantage to get Carlo out, to run this trial and do whatever. He was preparing to have Michael in his pocket from now until kingdom come. He did essentially take the fall. Because Michael didn't give up Rocco. We only found out Rocco or uh, Adam was the driver when he was in that courtroom wheezing and they figured it out. Right. But what I mean is, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Because why didn't he kill him at the marina? Because he told him, is that when he, what did he tell him to get him out of that situation? I, I can't remember, but that's when Jimmy was like, okay, I got something else for you to do. Exactly. You're going to get, you're going to take care okay. of, Rocky. I mean, Carlo. Okay. Then. So, yes. man, you, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because he was facing the. Sacrificed. Yeah. He, he was... just happened in... My fault. Go ahead. I was like, he was prepared to send Adam to prison. Had it been any other family, he was willing to sacrifice life without his child because this is the right thing to do. This is the greater good. But when I know it's these crazy sadistic motherfuckers, I, I can't do that. And I'm a sacrifice again, my own livelihood, my own life to make sure that you straight. Now, if Adam would have just left them people alone, we would not even be here. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's mm. true. That was, <laughs> we, I, hey, man, we said it, man. That was some real sick shit for Adam to track down feel like that. Sadistic. 
This is some sadistic, sick shit. But I, I really did like that bar about sacrifice because that's not how I feel just about family. Like, I feel like that in love too. Like, what have you sacrificed? Mm-hmm. No, that's that's a hundred percent. This, a hundred percent. Honestly, honestly, man. Um, Michael and Carlos car ride. Very interesting. Very interesting. This is this is this is when I was really like, okay, then Michael's really he's putting the board together right now. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. he's planting those little seeds because he knows Carlo isn't somebody in that organization. You his son. But you're not somebody. Go ahead. What you gonna say? Somebody. Let me pause you because I wrote this down. When we see Carlo, Jimmy, and Michael in the in the office in Jimmy's office, did you notice that Michael is not wearing a tie? Mm-hmm. Carlo is still the only person wearing a tie. Yeah, I didn't. I, I'm that's that's a great pull. I'm not saying I uh huh like I noticed it. Like, uh-huh. put the two together but uh-huh. the fact that you just said that made me realize oh shit like that's a great point because i was literally just about to say carlo's still wearing that tie still wearing that tie jimmy hmm. ain't got no boss michael ain't got no boss carlo you're the driver <laughs> and to that point he's delusional about where he stands because michael says like so your, your dad hired you to be his driver to keep you out of trouble. Like, I'm not his driver. And I love the look that Michael gave. Like, put his hands up in the air, looked around, like, yo, we in the car and you driving. You the oh. driver, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. okay. Um, and yeah, just there. You see, Michael is always a step ahead. And mm-hmm. Carlos, it's my it's not even about Michael being a step ahead. Carlos just always a step behind. Yeah. Like that, that that Harry the Hook story had him shook earlier in the season. As it should have been, as it should then, have. Then he finds out it wouldn't even apply to him, and Michael's, you know, Michael's just messing with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fact that it was brought up in that conversation, just like Carmine told Jimmy, that Jimmy can't face who he really is. Mm-hmm. Um, when Carlo tells him, like, I'm sure he didn't, he didn't mean it that way, as far as lying to you, but. This business, the collab is gonna do their thing with these ports. Like it is yeah. what it is. Like that's just yeah. that's just what's gonna happen. And I love how Michael flipped it and told him, like, oh well, your dad just offered me a job on the legitimate side, but if you run into crime, then I don't want no parts of it. Why? Because you get caught. Period. You get caught. Um, <laughs> and Carlos thinking he's smart. He still thinks he's smart. He's clueless. Like if I drop a bag off to your house and you don't look in it, is that yes, bro? That's smuggling. That's a crime. Still, very- I'm a judge. Yep. You're not going to hit me with no scenario and ask me if it's a crime or not. You have not thought this out. And that's why your ass gets caught. Mm-hmm. Always. Oh, I thought that was brilliant of Michael. That whole car ride, to your point, and even just him say, yeah, I was fucking with you. Carlos still doesn't get that. He doesn't know, and, and you just said this, he doesn't know that he's not who he thinks he is. He doesn't know that he's not who his mother is trying to make him. Because mm-hmm. Jimmy is trying to make him shit. Jimmy knows that he has to keep him close, but he doesn't really want him involved in anything that matters. Mm-hmm. Legal or on the illegal side, because it, he's a liability. And the fact that Michael knows that, who doesn't know that? You know what I'm saying? 
even with these other crime families and other people, who doesn't know that Carlo is a liability? The only thing worse than a liability is a liability who lacks self-awareness. Because mm. <laughs> mm. now you even more now you're even more of a liability because you yeah. don't even see it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, at least you know, you take somebody like little Mo. I'm not saying he's a liability, but we've mentioned his heart and his goodness and like the, the morals and ethics that he tries to live in this world that you can't. Like, but at least I think he's aware of that. He's aware that he's that person. Like, it'd be different if he was clueless. Carlos just clueless all the way around. Um, let's go ahead and jump into desire before we jump back to like Fia and 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 um before we jump to Fia and Jimmy's situation and the end of the episode. But <sighs> Chris pulls up on Little Mo, playing Chris, of a cool old motherfucker to have been number three or four. Yo, and shout out to Russell. We've been all season. We have not been remembering my man's with the lock name. That's Russell, big Russell. Russ. Big Russ, man. Russ is his name. So we got to give because he's officially number three right now. Right. Uh, yeah, but Big Chris is, uh, yeah, bro. I, yeah. I, the, the line that describes him, I think, is when Big Mo said, I done made this shit look so easy that you think you can do my job. You can mm -hmm. th You think you can do what I do. Chris has no idea what it's like to be number one. Mm -mm. No idea. Um, we see when uh, what's his name, Roderick? Yeah, was up. He see that this is some bullshit immediately. You know what I'm saying? Chris, you were number three, four, five, however far down the line. You know. All the errors that we've seen in Desire, like, yes, yeah, on Big Mo, but also this shit is on y'all. You have made poor decisions and maybe been emotional, maybe just didn't think shit through because you don't know. But you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And I respected Big Mo. And I respected Little Mo. I'm glad that he didn't 100% truly flip on Mo. Because at the end of the day, it's family. That's my auntie. You know, blood is thicker than water. I love you. And my aunt may have ordered the hit, but you're with my ass, nigga. I ain't forgot. Like, <laughs> I ain't forgot. I ain't forgot. And I care about you. I'm sorry for the loss of your little brother. But why do you have this shit at home? And I just can't get up off of that point. Like, nigga, you know the potency of this balloon. There would be no reason for you to have that shit at the house. Right. No. No. Absolutely, absolutely right. And Little Mo said up front, when Chris, when Chris pulled up on me, he said up front, like, I'm desired for life. Period. And Little Mo is on the ground level of desire. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's Little Mo. Like, Big Mo runs it, and his name is Little Mo. That lets you know how invested he is in that. So you coming up to me talking about Desire 2.0, whatever the case may be. Nah, bro. Like, this is my aunt. This is my auntie. <laughs> uh, you got it. I got to stick with that. Like, so you don't... Chris doesn't represent the values of Desire. Nobody in Desire would have ever... Um, done that. Done that to mm -hmm. the club. You, you, you air out your grievances. You talk it out. You leave if you need to. I guess you can't leave. I think it's blood in, blood out, as they said. But you suck that shit up. Once you make that that pact and you in it, you in it, mm -hmm. regardless of what happened. And little Mo, we saw what everything that happened to him, and he still came back and, and and protected Big Mo. So it is what it is. And he saw that Chris wasn't built to not only lead. You're not built to be a number two. 
That part. Like, what are you, what are, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Well, he's so, trying to be number one. Chris ain't trying to be number two. Nah, he, you're right. He wasn't gonna. He was not going to defer essentially to Little Mo. Yeah, I want you involved. I want you around. But Chris was trying to be that nigga. And I'll ask you this because you've asked the last couple weeks, how come ain't nobody stepped up and tried to take Big Mo's crown? Mm -hmm. Because you can't. Mm -hmm. They can't. <laughs> Simply cannot do it. Big Mo G. She's a fucking G. Um, with also with chinks in her armor as well. You know, I'm not going to act like she doesn't. Because her decision making has been flawed. And I've Respected little mo for being like nigga. I was you just about to the cartel. You made a bad move trying to impress your girl. Like motherfucker, mm -hmm. ain't shit sweet with you either, nigga. You've been fucking up, auntie. Um, I'm, I'm glad somebody said that to her face. You know, you blew up a good deal to impress your girl. Mm -hmm. Like you haven't been all in in a while. I'm glad that somebody said that, and I'm glad it was yeah. little mo. Yeah, because it could only be little mo. It could only be little mo and be received. The Facts. other niggas would have got dismissed. Facts. That's a great point. That is an absolute great point. Um, let me ask you something about Roderick. Yeah. I am I am going to work under the assumption that they called Roger and let him know what was going down. Because there is just no way. Okay. And I, this is I, this the storytelling, the writing has been good. I can't let this slide, so I'm gonna I'm gonna work under the assumption that there is no way that the plug is coming, and you do not let him know. Yo, some shit is about to go down while you're here. You know, the setup is going on right now. That's just something that's very very risky to do. You mean that Big Mo made that call to Roger? Big Mo, Big Mo. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Like okay. Big Mo did. Big Mo make a call and say, "Look, this is going who gonna be meeting you." They trying to they trying to push me out. I'm gonna be there and I'm gonna handle this in front of you. I'm gonna say he did know just because of his head tip, like his hat tip, like long live the queen or whatever he said to her when he was leaving. That's just not something you do to the cartel at a meet. Okay. You spring that. Okay. But remember, he said, My deal is with Mo. Either big one or little one. Them the niggas I know, and that's who I'm moving with. He wasn't even going to move with Chris until he saw little Mo come through. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I would just like to think that if I was Roderick, I better be in the light on that. Do what you got to do. Handle your business. I don't care. But I don't want to come to no surprises. I don't want to come and A, I see this dude I don't know. I had I'm, I'm under the belief that he knew everything that was going down. I, I would like to think that. I would like to think that. I don't that. know. I don't, I don't know, know I, that he did. I, I knew that he... Here's the thing. He peeped all them niggas outside the club. So yeah, these are some familiar faces. So I know that they are essentially desire. I don't think that he knew what was going on because he was surprised to see Chris essentially quote unquote running shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think was he really? Was he was he was he that surprised? I think that you can't his demeanor won't allow him to give you too much one way or the other. You know what I'm saying? Fair. And his Fair. position won't allow him, won't let you get too much. But I think that long live the queen or God save the queen shit was like, oh, okay, bitch, I see you. 
at the end. I I don't (laughs) think that he knew genuinely what was going on. But the reality is, I'm not leaving here without my money. So y'all work that out. Okay. He again, remember, he said, "Let's just see how this goes," because he was not going to move with them any further if shit was not right. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I think he just was wanting to get his bread back because, again, he got to answer to somebody, too. Yeah, but he also has to complete those trips. He has to do it. Like, if Little Mo didn't show up, he's still on the hook for that work. I don't know. You, you, you could, you absolutely right. Like, I think that, I think the head and I was more so of a, okay, then I see you. You got it under control. Yeah. The money was that's it. I don't know. It's a big Mo. It's just, and, it also was just odd that they let him drive in. Like they check him, get his gun, but they also let him drive in. Usually, you don't do that. You walk him in, so they can't mm-hmm. get in the car. What if they planted something in the whip? I don't know. Like I said, I'm wor- I'm working under the assumption that all of this is mapped out. But here is what here is what you thinking, niggas that know what they doing, walk you in. Mm, yeah, because there's no way like <laughs> you let it like that was just. These niggas right. don't know shit. They wasn't right. running shit. They wasn't making no calls. So y'all doing what you think you ought to do, what you think looks good, but you don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's and why see, y'all wasn't that dog. And we see when Roderick pulls out that the dudes that was like, I guess, Big Chris's crew that he he got with him. I'm, I'm assuming the same ones that um, destroyed Bufus. Yeah. They're the ones that are got the guns pulled on them. Pretty much yeah. is over for y'all. So, yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. They didn't know what they was doing. Um, what you think about Lil Mo not being able to pull that trigger? Um, I'm not surprised. Not surprised at all. That's just who Lil Mo. He a good dude, man. That's just that was his dog. He, he that hurt him. Like that was some that was some Scarface Manolo Nino G Money shit. Like it's gonna hurt me to do this. Yeah, I think if it was a random nigga, he could pull that trigger. Yeah, not absolutely. I may have brought in not somebody who served quote unquote under me you know not somebody who was my friend I just came to your house looked your mama in the face as y'all buried your little brother my heart can't let me pull that trigger because I know you and I do love you and Chris knew that that's why he put it to his head like I know you ain't gonna do it you ain't got it in you yep <laughs> big mo do does and I don't know why <laughs> they keep fucking with her yeah, man. <laughs> I love how Big Mo flex. Oh man, I love how she just those couple lines in that in that scene, the way she just flex. Like yo, you give a fuck. Yeah, like yeah, maybe I'll give desire away one day, but it's gonna be when I'm ready. When I'm ready, like, ain't, ain't nobody taking it from me. That's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> like you think you're the first. Ugh, ugh, yeah, man. And it was important that them other niggas see Mo kill Big Mo kill Chris. Yeah, so y'all know. So y'all know, one, this is what happens when you step the fuck out of line. This is a dictatorship. It's not a democracy. Um, And I ain't little mo. Yeah, that's y'all. He y'all friend, even though ain't no friends in this shit. I ain't one one of your little friends. I ain't one of your little friends. I'm big mo for a reason. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shout out to big mo, man. Uh, What you think about what you think about Janelle turning down that proposal? Uh, I'm not surprised. Saw it coming. I think we I talked about it. that last week. We I saw, saw it last week. I think that leading up, first off, we didn't know Janelle last season, but so all season, 
we've been seeing that Mo has this love in her life, quote unquote. Janelle is a singer. She seems soft. She's an empathetic person. She's very clearly not in the life. Don't respect it. I mean, respects the money that it provides. Like, yes, you bought me this shit, bitch. <laughs> Buy me a bag. What's going on? But the reality is, is much deeper than what I think that she was trying to be in, what she anticipated. I can love you and be prepared, allegedly, to be forever with you. But Janelle don't know shit about Big Mo. She only mm -hmm. knows the side of her that she's been allowed to see. That whole don't ask, don't tell is real. And she ain't asked, but she was still finding out some shit that she right. ain't like and was not comfortable with. So I, I didn't think that she would look the other way. She looked the other way on that little mo shit. She looked the other way because I know that you sell drugs. Like, but bitch, not only was this other club trashed, you pointed a gun at me. And then yelled at me for trying to check on you. Mm -mm, I'm out of here. Cause you crazy. I don't I don't know what the fuck y'all be having going on, but this ain't this ain't for me. Yeah, it's also kind of surprising that Big Mo is yes, she loves her, and we know love can be, you know, a whole nother thing. Make you do some crazy make you do some crazy things. But if you are in Big Mo's world, I get the desire, no pun intended, to <laughs> want to separate. You yeah. know, your love life, personal life from your work and your business, just like any other, you know, job or person. But you work in such a hazardous field that you got to make sure whoever you are with is down. Yeah. Like, you might not need to know everything, but I need to make sure you down. You know what I mean? Like, that's one of the most important things for what I do. And Janelle shut us over and over. Like, that's not for me. Like, she told her, like, the best parts, you know, I'm mad that you can't see that you're your best when you with me. Mm -hmm. Like not when you're doing your desire stuff, but when you're with me, that's the best version of Big Mo. So, yeah, yeah not surprising that she turned her down. That um, reminds me of uh, that common common line on uh, "Come Close," but um, I am interested in who Big Mo is with Janelle. I would have uh, liked. Yeah. To see, I mean, we saw glimpses of that. But I would have really liked to see what you think is the best version of Monique. <laughs> right, right. I, I want to know who that is. I want to see that. And even though we know that the series is ending, which in the lowest of keys, I know that they said that this was it. Part of me thinks that they setting us up for one more go round. Nah, that's it. Some blood out the turnip. Uh, <laughs> that's it, man. That's it. That's it. I, I, that's what they said, but that's what they said before. I yeah, but they said that last year, didn't they? They said, they, they said Eugene Jones was dead, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. And in the preview, they didn't say the series finale. They just said season finale. So oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, no. All that to say, I, I would be very curious Um of that and yeah you do want somebody that's down and that's a writer but I think that there also is something about Mo that likes that this bitch don't know nothing about what the fuck is going on that likes that she is completely detached from this part of her because maybe she doesn't like to be the queen pin in this set and the third 
Maybe she just want to be somewhere where a bitch can grease her scalp and she can put her feet up and and relax. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to make the tough decisions. I don't want to. I don't have to worry about that over here. I can get catered to and then not be servitude over here. Or I can be the luck because she's very clearly the uh, top dog. So, so you saying? <laughs> so you saying Big Mo trying to get in her soft girl era? When this, she is <laughs> this is the only place she can do it. Over here with Chanel, that's it. That's I, it. I I feel that. My thing is this though. I, I am curious. We'll never know the answer to this, but let's let's continue this conversation real quick. If you are keeping her completely shielded from that life. Mm-hmm. How engulfed is she in your personal life? Does Janelle know why you and your sister don't get along? No. You know what I mean? Like, so that's kind of the balance. Like, you have to be able to, as much as you're keeping away from me on this side, you got to pour into me on the other side. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. But damn, because now a part of me wants to say yes. But the other half of me, it's like, damn, Janelle probably don't even know with some motherfucking sisters that's alive. Because we know that Maurice is I think the real question that we want to know is, why does Big Mo love Janelle so much? That's one. We know she loves her, but I don't know why. I don't we, know what it was. I don't know what their bond is. Because you're not connecting over. You said what? She's unaffiliated. She might know that you a drug dealer, but Janelle's not from the ninth. She probably from like Fourth Ward or somewhere over there. You know what I'm saying? She she from out that way. She from Algiers. She ain't from the ninth. You know what I'm saying? So she don't know, know who little Mo is. So I can be whoever the fuck I want to be over here. Okay, yeah, you might know I said a little dope, but you don't know, know what the fuck be going on because she ain't from around there. I think that's why, because there is an element of herself that she can just be with Janelle, that she cannot be with Desire or with just anybody randomly from the ninth. Man, man, I wish I really do wish we had a little bit more time to dig into that side of Big Mo. That'd be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got two other quick things that I want to mention before okay. we kind of wrap things up. I don't know if you have anything else, but uh-huh. um, I want to address the Fia and Jimmy conversation. Yeah. Fia coming to Jimmy's, you know, room and pretty and much Jimmy saying. Lying. You said what? And Jimmy Lyon. Jimmy Lyon. Um, and he kept it honest with her to begin with. And then just that's one thing that always bothers me. Like, if you're going to tell the truth, tell the truth, tell the truth. Um. <laughs> But don't tell me half lies. Like, don't tell me half truths. Like, don't keep it bucked by two things and then lie about the third. She said very specifically. And when that when as soon as she said it, I'm like, well, I know what's about to happen now. Jimmy uh-huh. about to lie. Yep. Um he could have just said, Yeah, this was I didn't order it, but yeah, we it went was, behind it. Uh-huh. Paid it for it to happen. Omission is betrayal. I, little black book whoever wrote that I have stolen that and kept that line with me since whenever that damn movie came out what 2000 um, does Fia find out next week that that was a lie I think so I think all of this is coming to a head 
the, yeah, it's just the symbolism of them. Like, don't lie. Now, now the truth is going to come out. The, all of the truth is coming out next week, which is, I'm, I'm, that's just my strong belief. I told y'all, I'm done with predictions, but it has to. It, it's setting it up so perfectly because we've been lying for 19 episodes. Mm-hmm. Everybody, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's got to come out. It's, 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 it's got to come out at this point. And I think that's what's going to go down because you don't, they don't put a scene like that. He doesn't tell the truth about everything else. And lie about that. He doesn't that. find out about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it comes out, but that's going to happen. How badly did Olivia play her fucking hand giving this information to Fia? Awful. We knew, I think we said last week that that is a last resort move mm-hmm. that you do if mm-hmm. you're Olivia. Like you can't tell me your case is that falling apart to where you're going unannounced to this minor to get this info, and then you tell her all of you show her the pictures. Yep, yep. Like that's still her family, though. You gotta. That's my biggest thing with Olivia. Anytime you make a move, you have to work under the assumption that that person mm-hmm. is not going to keep it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the worst case scenario out of this? That's what I'll be thinking every time I do something. What is the worst that could happen from me yep. sharing this information? Yep. The worst that could happen from me telling Fee is that she runs and tells Jimmy. Yep. And- like, Olivia has what, like, to the point where she's just a, a, a middleman for some of these characters, like, because she's mm-hmm. awful at her job. I hope she gets fired in the next episode. I hope we actually get to see that on on camera. She has to. <laughs> Are you terrible? You've already blown whatever case you had up in New York. Time out. I'm sorry. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Like you dropping Michael off in front of his crib in your car. Like I was completely expecting a a, a car in the distance for mm-hmm. one of the Baxters to be looking at everything and seeing like what's right. going on. Same. Like that's same. just not smart. Like yeah. that, there's protocol that you have to keep when you're meeting with your CI. Because as much as you try to get this bestie thing with Michael, that's your CI. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just be meeting him like at any times. Like you driving out an hour out your way to meet with people like that. Like my goodness, Olivia, you so oh, you so bad at your job. But go ahead, Rachel. Not smart. She's not smart. Um, I I would be very interested to see. Because I don't think that she pulls off whatever she's trying to pull off. I, I don't think that we get that next week, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I would be interested to see the case that she fumbled. And if, like, the big wigs from the Southern District or whatever come down because you have now fucked this up. Yeah. Yo, in was Charlie getting the Baxter District set up. Now they've backed out. Mm-hmm. Charlie knows that you essentially have him. Does that matter at this point? I don't know. I don't think so. <sighs> no, I don't know how anyone else can be implicated from here on out. You know what I'm saying? Everybody going down. Sister Michael, going down. I'm already out. You, you can't put me back in jail for this. Right. I'm out. You got me out. Whatever. I'm home. I'm free. The leverage that you had over me to help and do whatever to protect Charlie, I don't feel that. Charlie had my wife killed. That Elizabeth doesn't know that bit of a detail yet. Mm-hmm. He would not have been welcome to sit with them if she did. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, 
yeah, he's a threat, but yeah, whatever. I want to make sure Fia good. That's it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Um, the last thing I guess I'll say, well, second to last, I, I was actually kind of surprised that Fia didn't know anything. She didn't know any of that. Like you didn't know your you didn't know your granddad was running the mob. She's sixteen. Okay, all right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, the last thing I want to say that I observed in this episode, and I think this is how we're gonna open up next week's episode. Um, I forget which I don't know if it was at part sixteen when we talked about Elizabeth and just her persistence mm-hmm. and that driving force to get down to the truth, no matter what it takes. Like she's gonna ask all the questions, she's gonna go to the places she needs to go. <clears throat> When Lee came in and told her or told Michael that he's got to fix that wrong, uh, one thing that he's broken, fix that thing that you broke, Olivia letting that go. Because she asked, what does she mean by that? Mm-hmm. It got disregarded. Yeah. Olivia's not letting that line go. No. So Olivia, I think, is going to be the first one to get brought into all of this. And then I think they think everything starts from there with the next episode. But um, like you I said, Elizabeth. yeah, Elizabeth. Mm. Elizabeth's gonna be. She's gonna start. She's gonna be the one to find out all the deception and the lies. Yeah, and it's gonna roll on from there. Like I, I literally think, like I said, the theme of next week is the truth comes out, mm. or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. We'll see. But it was an incredible episode. Yes, I, I really enjoyed this. And um, whereas I felt like seventeen and eighteen kind of dragged, I blinked and nineteen was over. Hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, and um, got one more episode. Maybe not, according to Rachel, but we got one <laughs> we more gonna, episode. We gonna, we gonna see. see what happens, man. Um, I think we'll know for sure. If I see an hour and twenty, hour and fifteen, I'm like, all right, this this gonna be it. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Anything's on the table. But with that being said, Rachel, you got anything else? I don't. I'm geeked. I'm ready to see what happens. I wonder if. Janelle gotta die. Like I, I'm just very interested to see what happens next week. People gotta drop. Somebody gotta People gotta drop. I don't think... like where we are, where we left Trey and Sheila. Mm. Um, I it's a lot of loose ends that got to be tied up. Dirty cops. Dirty cops. Um Bennett ain't dead. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm very curious to see how we tie this up. A lot going on. A lot going on. Um, man. All right. Well, with that being said, always a pleasure, Rachel. Always. You already know what it is. For everybody out there listening, we appreciate y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we hope you have been enjoying this show as much as we have. One more episode. So we'll be back next week. Join us. Showtime's your honor. Y'all be cool. How y'all be cool? Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wrap. Ha, 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 ha.